0: And we are back, episode 29 of Journey to a Million, the final episode of the offseason previews, the final one. Yes, we are moving on from that. And next week, we start our fantasy football previews, position by position. We will be looking. and That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have guests on for that, going through positions. We'll be doing a lot of mock drafts here. And, you know, look look out for some live episodes on YouTube live streamed, and then we'll do it that way and then we'll have them up then on the podcast steam platform is after for some of these here so yeah full journey to million squad here myself drew skyberg zach roush and then jared valeski so how are you guys all doing today i'm doing good doing good sounds like you guys might be going golfing tomorrow let's let's see and hopefully that goes well for you too but yeah let's roll it so we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Washington Commanders. We're going to be starting with the Pittsburgh Steelers by request. Jared, for some reason, really want to talk about Pittsburgh Steelers first, and I am just fine with that. So we're going to start how we always do. We're going to look at how they did last year. We're going to give a grade. So we think about it. Big Ben's last year has some weapons on offense. You know, when Big Ben wasn't wasn't necessarily the best. It was it wasn't the Big Ben of the past. Right, they sneak into the playoffs because the NFL want to make more money, so they expanded the playoffs and they did exactly what we thought would have happened and they got blown out in game one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, how would you guys grade it? Look, I mean, they made the playoffs, I mean, they, they really shouldn't have if you look at based on the, the tie, but um, yeah, no, I, I'm gonna start with the grade here and I will say c plus so
1: zach we'll go to you i'll go c i mean yeah it was a, uh a mike tomlin type season made it over 500 barely made the playoffs with a bad team and didn't do much in it so
2: yeah i said b minus i mean snuck in obviously got blown up by the chiefs uh when you have a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger who says after they make the playoffs, like if our season ends tomorrow, I'm happy with it. Like if he's just accepting that they're going to lose, he said they were going to get blown out anyways. Like now he's gone, but yeah, I mean, not much of a season really, except they made the playoffs. So yeah, I say B minus.
0: Yeah, it it was certainly something. um, I I know Zach always talks about this and I certainly agree with him, right? Steelers offense is just hard to watch. And that's why, yeah. you know, we'll talk about this offseason, but I think, you know... Hopefully I can you pick
1: it in? Hopefully, Pickett pick Trubisky, make it a little bit better.
0: Well, well next year's going to be hard to watch, in my opinion, yeah, which I'll get to. Yeah, but I true. think years to come, I think we'll start... We'll, we'll see football that will be, like, hey, entertaining, right? And I, I think that's going to be something to look forward to. And, yeah, I mean, let's get to the offseason, right? The big story, of course, is... Ben Roethlisberger retiring from the NFL and that kind of left some holes in the draft. But really the signing wise uh, they got their guy was Mitch Trubisky which you know not many people would have thought was their guy even let's say a year ago. Uh, What did you guys think about getting Mitch Trubisky to replace Big Ben as like a placeholder
2: right? I mean I saw people saying like that Trubisky didn't really get Good chance, and he was actually a decent quarterback when he played, like on the Bears. I mean, they didn't have much of a team around him, but people are comparing stats of like you know Kyler Murray to Trubisky and stuff, and showing how he's actually not the worst quarterback. So I thought he was going to get his chance, and he probably still will as a one or two. Depends who they go with with him or Pickett.
0: They're going to go with they. they announced they're starting with Trubisky. It sounds like, or at least the front runner is what I've I've
1: heard. Zach, right? Have you heard? Yeah, that's what I've heard too. And I like its competition. Obviously, they bring in Pickett as their rookie. Um, kind of sit him a few years behind Trubitsky if Trubitsky plays those whole contract. And I think it was, what, two years, $10 million or two years, $20 million. Something So it's, it's a two-year. Yeah. So it's nothing huge. I mean, even if he is a backup, yeah, it'll be expensive backup. But it's still someone to sit under rookie quarterbacks. So overall, their quarterback room isn't terribly expensive. And I think with Tomlin and the improved the Steelers coaching staff, which is a huge improvement over um, obviously Chicago's coaching staff when Trubisky was there, we could see him return to maybe his 2018 form when the Bears won the division. And I think if the Steelers can get that out of Trubisky, I think they'd be happy with that.
0: Yeah. And, but I, my concern, of course, is the team surrounding Trubisky. I know there's some, of course, we have talented running back and Najee Harris, talented receiving core and but from there, right, I mean, offensive line, yikes. Um, I, mean, I I know we'll talk about the free agency, but uh, look, overall, I mean, this team, you, you lose Juju Smith-Schuster, he goes to Kansas City. Uh, but you keep, you know, Deontay Johnson, you keep some fire firepower there. What do you guys think about Juju moving on to Kansas City? I think that's going to be a loss for the Steelers. I think, I think in the draft they did a nice job of replenishing that
2: loss it's better for juju going to the Steelers or to the chiefs because i mean you know yeah. better weapons there but for the steelers at this point you got a young quarterback i mean with all i mean with Pickett, but depends i mean if they go with you know trubisky or whatever but i think that having deontay johnson as their one and then maybe pat friarmuth be their like second option it'll be it'll be interesting they still got claypool they and got Clay, claypool yeah I forgot, Pool, about yep. claypool. forgot about claypool he'll be number two and then Firemouth would be probably their third option, but I think Juju made the right decision, but for the pit, for Pittsburgh, I mean, it's best he gets out of there, but fans are probably going to miss him in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, Drew, I don't know if you're going to go into this, but outside of the offensive line, the Steelers' offense is pretty good. I mean, they got mm-hmm. a good receiving core. They got a good upcoming tight end. They got Najee Harris. Basically, all the quarterback needs besides that is a good offensive line which obviously they don't have, and that was the weak point of their offense last year. And they did kind of address it a little bit this year, but they still have a lot of work to do. So if they can get the offensive line to play a little bit better, I think they have the weapons to, um, for Pickett to develop into a franchise quarterback.
2: I also think, Zach, that that was partially due to Ben Roethlisberger's inability to be mobile. Uh, they relied on the line yeah, so that, much because he was yeah. just a pocket passer. And maybe was a more help, mobile quarterback.
1: Yeah. Even if you watched uh, Najee's runs, he'd be getting hit in the backfield on like half his carries. And yeah. if he wasn't getting hit in the backfield, it'd be one, two yards after. Mm-hmm. So it's it the run game, too. The, they yeah, don't true. have anybody on that offensive line that can be consistent and is yeah and- good lineman. <laughs> My thing yeah.
0: is, okay, well, then address it in the draft. And you know what they did? They didn't do that. They drafted zero <laughs> offensive linemen. So my whole yeah. thing was, you know, go out, maybe you know, fix that. Like, I mean, I, we're in agreement, Zach. Their offense is, you know, it's a pretty good offense. It's a top. It's in the upper half in the NFL as an offensive unit. But when you take into account the offensive line, it's, it's going to be a total mess, I think, this year. I mean, I, I know Pat Fryermuth is a guy, which I mean, we'll get into or in a fantasy outlook. Uh, he's predicted you don't know, have, a, have a bigger, big year, right? But with this offensive line, I mean, if I don't know if I'm really buying into Pat Frymuth, at least in this next year with um, maybe, possibly Trubisky, if it is him right now, which it sounds like it will be. But uh, I don't know about in this year if I'm looking at Pat Frymuth, but let's get to the draft stuff here, guys. Um, we have to talk about it, and of course, and how it's kind of impacted it. Right. Kenny Pickett, they go out, they address the quarterback need. Round one, right away, they go Good, Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pittsburgh. Nice story. You know, goes college in Pittsburgh and then plays for the Steelers. So uh, with that, Kenny Pickett taking him 20th overall, were you guys a fan of them getting Pickett? Did you want them to wait for Malik Willis? What What, what did you guys want from Steelers? My
2: question is, if they didn't take him at 20, do you think they could have gotten him at 52, or do you think someone would have actually taken him? Because no quarterback went to Malik Willis, to the Titans, in the was it the third round, the I want to say. round, yeah. So I think, yeah, maybe they wait a little bit or they might have had to trade up if they thought that the team was pursuing yeah. him. But I don't know. I think it might have been a little too early. Maybe they jumped the gun a little bit on that one.
1: I yeah, think... I think they could have waited until like the first, second round kind of in, in between there. But I think he, even though there's reports coming around that like Malik Wills, Kenny Pickett, they're the one and two and nobody really knew what was going on with the quarterbacks. I think it was kind of league-wide thing that Pickett was the top quarterback. So I think if the Steelers weren't taking him at twenty, he would have went in the second round. If that was at the Steelers' pick or before, I don't know where, but I think he would have went before Willis, even if the Steelers did not take him.
0: I think the Steelers they knew. I'm, I th- I'm sure. Right? I mean, teams talk to each other. I'm sure they knew that they wouldn't be able to get him. In round two, with their pick fifty-second overall, so there, there certainly had to be some influence to take him twentieth overall. Otherwise, you know, I I don't think you take him that early, right? I mean, these are this is National Football League, and I think they certainly would have had they would have they would have been in communication, and they would have probably learned some information that another team was targeting them in the first as well. So, uh, going to the second round here, I mean, they had a lot, they had a lot of picks here. They got George Pickens out of Georgia. Love this pick, 52nd overall. Uh, You know, dynasty value certainly has got some there. Hopefully, Pickett and Pickens can have a dynamic duo there. Did you guys like getting George Pickens out of Georgia for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Zach, what'd you think?
1: Yeah, like it replaces um, Juju very well, gives him that third receiver. And I think, obviously, we did. Like I did my mock drafts, everything, and I had him going at the end of the first round. One of the guys that I wanted the Packers to target, and then he started dropping, and he dropped all the other way to Steelers, which I was a really big fan of it for the Steelers. Um, I think Pickens has the potential to be a great receiver.
2: Yeah, I agree. Good Juju replacement. He'll fit in with that offense pretty well.
0: DeMarvin Leal out of Texas A&M goes in round three, a defensive tackle. Let me go through these. Calvin Austin out of Memphis, a wide receiver again. They're round four. Round six, Connor Hayward, tight end out of Michigan State. They get him there. Interesting pick. And then Mark Robinson, linebacker out of Ole Miss. And then another quarterback, Chris Aludokin, out of South Dakota State. So uh, you get two quarterbacks. You, you sandwich it, right? You get a quarterback in your first pick, quarterback last. My story I mean, there's questions for me for getting Connor Hayward another tight end. I know. We've seen teams with like three three tight end sets and even you know I, I know it's not no guarantee that this that Connor Hayward's even you know on the roster at this point, right? Or even with the team like playing big games or even minutes at all. But what did you guys think about Connor Hayward getting draft? I mean, with, with kind of Pat Fryermer too. I mean a guy we mentioned, I know Zach, I believe you have in the Dynasty League. What do you guys I think tried to about get him, but I couldn't get him? Oh, you couldn't get him? No. Well, you get my point, right? I mean, yeah. Pat Fryer was like, "What's the attraction to him?" And you know, getting another tight end like Connor Hayward, he could be like a blocky. I guess that, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like Mercedes Lewis, is kind of where I'm going with this.
1: Are are you Good, like a Jack Doyle?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jared, with your Colts, are are you worried about a guy like Connor Hayward?
1: Not one bit. I think okay, he's going to be a like special team blocker. Just that—that's that, what I I'm saying. Guys, I don't think he's going to take it. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get targets. He might get one or two, but that's it.
0: Uh yeah. Um go, so going through that draft, it, like like we said, it was an interesting one. Not really getting the offensive line pieces. Maybe they are confident they have they have a plan, right? Obviously, if they're gonna go take this route in the draft. And you know what they did. I mean, after the draft they got they got those guys, they re signed. I mean, this was recently Minka Fitzpatrick, so locking down uh one of their cornerstone pieces on a defense to so a five-year contract. That was kind of a big thing. Larry is it ojo Ombi o- or o- G- Ogunjobi? O- Ogunjobi. Yeah, yeah Ogunjobi, I meant. Yeah. Yep. Uh cuz he was a target right for the Jets. The Jets were kind of linked to him. I think we talked about that even Jets offseason preview, but that didn't happen and Larry Ogunjobi ends up as a Steeler defensive tackle. So I think the defense, I mean if you're looking year to year here the defense didn't fall off at all. You know, I think they, they maintained their ground. And that, that's still going to be a strength of this team. Stefan, to it, though, to talk about, he did retire. I got to include that one, too. But, I, I I mean, we can even throw some fantasy out right away here with the defense. I mean, th- do you guys think this still will be a top, top five defensive unit?
2: I'd probably say top three.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think know if I'd go that high. Because
2: think, think about how defense. long.
0: I think their defense is going to be on the field a lot.
2: I think their defense is going
1: to be yeah. their their Can shining this point offense this year. Put
0: together good drives, though. I think they're going to get worn down. Yeah, I,
1: that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, think about last year how the Steelers played. Right, their offense they had a lot of three and outs. This defense, if you watch Steelers games, you could see they're getting tired. You'd see mm-hmm. Cam Hayward, you'd see T.J. Watt, like they were gassed during games. So that's never something you want for your fantasy defenses. And then also, they're while they have uh, Fitzpatrick. And they have Edmonds as their safeties. Their corners aren't that good, so that's that's probably like the one weakness of their defense is their corners. Obviously, they have the pass rush to kind of offset that a little bit, but I I would probably have them in the five to seven range, something like that. I'll tell got, you guys.
0: Hold on, um, Pittsburgh Steelers they were 16th last year, tied for 16th in defensive special teams total points. So you know, just to keep that in mind. I mean, they actually weren't as Great as we necessarily thought they were averaging six and a half a game. So I mean, kind of test Zach's point. On Where, paper,
2: they look amazing, but
0: I, I guess well, on paper don't right? back it up, you yeah. gotta remember this, this the is the offense doesn't help too. them at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. The offense doesn't help them at all. That's the like that's I guess if your offense is of them, yeah, if they're three and out better last year, they probably would have been top ten.
2: Yeah, defense gets a stop, offense goes three and out. Yeah, I yeah, guess a, it makes them a lot more tired. You're back
1: on the field. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: we'll, we're going through in those fantasy previews. I mean, we're going to be going through each position. We're even going to go through the defenses and special teams, do an episode with those and kickers combine those two, which, cause it's, you know, hard day hard to really analyze the kickers here, but look, I mean, that's going to be a story for that. Cause I bring this up because if we take the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 16, the, they averaged 6.5 a game. And number one was Dallas Cowboys averaging 10.9. That's a 4.4. 4 point difference per game i mean that's that's pretty big margin if you think cowboys the cowboys that's
1: a lot of weeks
0: that that does that that's kind of why i bring that up here you know and yeah so from there let's go into our prediction challenge here for the pittsburgh steelers i have the opponents up and i will read them here 17 of them of course let's go at cincinnati posting new england at cleveland hosting New York, the Jets, at Buffalo, hosting Tampa Bay, at Miami, at Philadelphia, the bye week, hosting New Orleans, hosting Cincinnati, and in Indianapolis to face Jared's Colts, at Atlanta, hosting Baltimore, at Carolina, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders, at Baltimore, and then hosting the Cleveland Browns. Jared, we'll start with you.
2: That's a tough schedule. I mean, they finished second in their division. I, I don't know where you guys are going, but I'm going as low as 4-13. Jesus. yeah i think that they're going to be one of one of if not the worst team i mean mitch trubisky right? starting i think dumpster wow. fire you know i i you know zach you That's might my, be this shock. is my bold pick read read those teams and who are they going to beat? wow Mike, Tomlin, tell me who they're going to beat
0: they have cleveland browns last game of the year and they have them also
1: in the earlier
0: and earlier so if, if yeah.
1: watson's playing how are they going to beat the browns i think watson plays for one of those games the, the, yeah, my point. I still so, think he's getting suspended at the beginning.
2: So, so maybe they win a few more games. Like, who who won that? I had schedule? five and twelve.
0: I'll go. I'll say mine. Okay. Five and twelve, Zach. Okay, so thank you. I
2: I'm not. Wow. Where
0: are you, you, you know. going, Zach? I know Mike Tomlin has this great, you know, streak of over five hundred. That's, That's with just Ben, though.
2: That's with Big Ben. They have okay. Yeah, <laughs> Mitch I'm not going over
1: five hundred. Well, I, I hope. I hope
0: not. Okay, where are you going? Like eight, well,
1: nine. The last few years. At the beginning of the season, everybody has said the Steelers have been bad. Their roster hasn't been great in a couple years. Nobody ever thinks they're going to do good. I think about the last, what, two, three years? They've been on the fringe of the playoffs. I still think this roster is worse than last year,
0: Zach. I mean, regardless of... Zach, should that team
2: team made the playoffs last year? No, the tie. The tie. Yeah. (laughs) Even without the tie. They should not have been in a position to win and make the playoffs.
1: You think there are five games worse than last year?
2: I think so. Big Ben was like the reason. Big Ben and Mike Tomlin must have had some connection because that was the only reason that they were making the playoffs. Now they don't have their star player. Not star, but like, you know what I mean? And their I franchise player. Are you are, exactly? Exact, share 100%. record. Are you, yeah. What's yeah. your record? Seven wins? Eight. Seven and ten.
0: Okay. So I, that's only
2: three games higher than me.
0: And two for me. That's a
2: lot, Jared. Yeah. That's that's a lot. I don't think this team. <laughs> three is a lot of games. Who are they going to beat in their division? Are they beat in the Ravens? I don't see that they're beating the Bengals. No, I think maybe one from the Browns. I say they go one and five or zero oh and six. Honestly, I don't see them winning any of those games. You you love the Jets. That was one of my wins that they might have, but even that is like the
1: Jets beating them.
2: Yeah, that's fair. So who do who do you them. have them beating? So who do you have the Steelers beating? Yeah, well, I don't know how you get seven ones
1: here. I don't see first seven. Of all, it's division play, so we've seen some crazy stuff. Divisions they always play the Ravens tough. Yeah, so they can take one from the Ravens. Okay. That's one. Out of seven. And then I think they beat the Browns when without Deshaun Watson. Yep. So that's two. Okay. What about the and Bills, Buccaneers, Eagles They could beat,
2: beat Cincinnati in a game. I uh, you know, I I have them beating the Panthers. I Maybe have them Cincinnati. beating the Falcons. Panthers,
1: yes. Four, Eagles. Five. I have them yes. Beat- Eagles? No. No, 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 not the no, Eagles. No. no, that'd be a close game, but I think. I have them beating
2: up. this. These are the people I, I have them beating the Jets. I have them beating the Dolphins. I have them beating the Panthers, and I have them beaten the Falcons. That's what I had.
1: Wow. Four wins. Yes, yeah, so I think they take. You had zero division wins. Zero. Own six. The... I think they take two. That puts them at six, and then I think they beat the Eagles. That's seven.
0: Interesting. Okay. Very. All right. I you know I don't even know where to go from there, but let's go to fantasy outlook for these teams or for the, for this team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and based on the conversation we just had, this should be interesting. Uh, you know we're gonna start with um, the prized possession, Najee Harris, who you know the story for him is he had a massive, huge workload last year, and then reports come out. Quote from Najee Harris: I am taking time off, so. They're gonna start using him, and I believe less. It sounds more because his workload. I mean, he was on the field all the time last year. Uh, The main way they're gonna be taking him around. It sounds more like in third third down situations. I know that might not sound like a huge deal, but like that doesn't help his situation. Look, he's already with a poor offensive line. Yeah, I think that's. I think so too. And I know Zach. I've been I've been hard on Najee Harris, and I think, you know. He's not going to finish where he was last year. I think he was running back RB four last year. Maybe if I'm not mistaken, I'll, I'll let me double check that. But uh, just what did you what do you think about Najee Harris next year, Zach? If you're a dynasty holder, and that's why I'm like I haven't.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I have him I haven't been two dynasty leagues right now. Yikes! So yeah, I was offered a trade in one of them for him today. Um, it wasn't that great of a trade, so I'm not going <laughs> to accept it. But yeah, Drew saw the trade. That's why he's laughing. But. Ultimately, they can say they're not going to use him as much. They can say they're going to take him out on third downs. But who are they going to put in? Look after Najee. Like, he's might not get as many touches. He might not get 25 carries a game. But I think he's still going to get a good 20, 20 to 25 touches a game.
2: My thing is, is so, like,
1: like, if if...
2: Mitch Trubisky is their guy, and he's not performing the way they want him to. Who else are they going to go to? They're going to have
1: to rely on the run game.
0: Benny (laughs) Snell.
1: Yeah. I I think he gets most of them, yeah. They've tried that before, and how has that worked out? It's not good.
0: Well, yeah. All all my point is, you know, and Zach, you're right. He's still going to be right. If you're looking above 15 touches or more, ideally, if we think about it, he's going to be way above that. And at that point, he's still going to be He's still gonna be a top ten running back in fantasy next year. My, if we're looking outlook wise, however, he—I did verify—he was in total points. He was fourth. I don't think he's finishing fourth. Uh, ne-
1: next year also. One Go of ahead. the big things with running backs and where they finish is if they can stay healthy. Just because so many running backs get hurt, it's almost better if he can get, if you can get fifteen points game out of running back instead of twenty. But the one that gets 20 is gonna miss five games. Would you take the 15 instead? Well, and like Najee's a bigger running back, so he can take a lot more hits. I know he got a lot of touches last year, but and it's kind of like the Derrick Henry. He's bigger, so he can take more.
0: Najee only averaged 13.3 fantasy points a game, Zach. I mean, he wasn't like I was using total points. He's he was more around the 9 10 range than the four range, right? So
2: He's a very young quarterback. And
0: I think we're going to see his average. We're going to see his average, I think, 13.3. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be 13.3 next year. I mean, none of us. I I think looking at points at average, of course, is better. But I want to throw total points in there
2: because with usage, right? Because he played in all 17 games last year. So,
0: like, now I'm just going to
2: throw this in there. Jonathan Taylor, his rookie year, had 800 yards or so. And then last year, he had 1,800 I mean different they didn't situation. use them. I know they didn't use them as much and it's different, but like maybe he just has a breakthrough, a breakout year.
1: I mean, it was he's you know. the offensive line is a big big difference. Yeah,
0: there. Derek Colt's offensive Huge line oh.
1: is good. Well, that's Steelers true. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I can I could see yeah. getting more efficient though, to your point. Yeah. If yeah. he gets a couple more sections or something. <clears throat> well,
2: they're gonna have to use him a lot more. I mean, he says oh, he they, they take they... time off, but I don't think there's time off to be had. Like <laughs> You, you gotta
1: you gotta play him, he's gonna be there third. He did have back one game I'm sure and... he had as well like 13 receptions or something like that in yeah. one game. That might be more frequent this year. Yeah, I'll... I don't know if we'll see 13, but I could see mm. five.
0: Yeah. All I'm saying is there's not a good history for it, too. I mean, look, I, I I believe Ezekiel Elliott hit this number and look at him now. I mean, they're just gonna wear him down. I look if so it's not attainable what he was at with touches considering he was at, he rushed for over 300 times last year and then he had 74 catches with it. Look, I mean, that, that there's my red flag there with Najee. And that's why I'm afraid he might be overvalued right now. Um, so look, let's go to receivers here. Let's talk about this. Cause this is going to be more fun. Deontay Johnson. First one. Where are you guys looking for him? Because, look, receiving, like, the receiving core is great there. Quarterback, you know, Mike, I mean, Mitch Trubisky a big question mark, basically, is why, is where I'd go with it. So, I said Deontay Johnson, wide receiver number 12 last year, averaging 10 and a half a game in PPR. Where, where would you guys go with that? Would you be drafting Johnson? Look, I mean, in our mock draft, Zach and I did third round. Or was it second round? I mean, I like.
1: It was fourth. Fourth, fourth
0: round. But where, where would you be going with Deontay in a 12-team? I'd be confident. I'd be comfortable taking him in the third round. That'd be crazy. but Yeah, I
1: think end of the third, beginning of the fourth is a good spot for him. He's probably not going to get as much volume as he did last year uh, just because Ben kind of hyper-targeted him. But I can see him looking in a fair amount of targets and get his receptions. He's still going to be their top receiver probably,
2: but – I think yeah, without having Ben just having a new quarterback thrown to him, it's I think he might stay top twenty, maybe top fifteen, but nothing above that.
1: Also, the one thing with him everyone's worried about is drops. He didn't have that many drops last year. Like no. that was two years ago problem. But we've seen it with other receivers. It's not a every year thing. Just like him last year, he didn't have many drops. So that's a terrible argument for why not to draft him.
2: I mean, every receiver, with exceptions, is going to drop a few passes, so it's not a good reason, like you said.
0: Yeah. Um, look, any. Uh, let's talk about Pat Pat Fryer Then we're going to wrap up here. So, tight end wise, when we do our tight ends episode, like he finished again total. Uh, he finished as tight end twelve last year, so to throw that in there, which I mean, it was not too not bad at all. Again, some, some guys were injured, like Waller dealt with injuries, so he got but it feels like with tight end, you can either get draft, you're either going to draft your your studs, right? Or you're going to draft your sleeper guys who you think are going to break out because it seems if you ever draft in the middle, it might not go well for you. And I don't know, Pat Firemouth might be at the point for me where it feels like he's getting, don't want to say it, but overdraft, like oh, maybe even a little overvalued. I don't know. Where you guys would go with that, but Pat Frymuth is a guy probably I'm not looking to draft if, again, ADP numbers coming next week, but when we have those, we'll, we'll throw those more in there, but where are you guys looking for Pat Frymuth?
2: It's like the same with the receivers. There's nothing more frustrating as a fantasy holder knowing that you're you need points out of your player. And you see the quarterback just out there struggling and you you just want them to throw to your guy and they just can't they get sacked every possession, you know. So it's like it's it's hard for me to even think about drafting him when there's other guys available on better teams. Um, so I would try to stay away from him. But like always, if it's, you know, getting late in the draft and I need a tight end and I, you know, slept on a few other players, I'm, I'm going to take him just for a, a solid, I guess, tight end. But you got to take your chances with that one.
1: I think he has a lot of upside. Uh, he's one of the tight ends that I'm looking for at the end. If I don't get one of the top tight ends then I kind of wait, um, he's one of the ones I'm looking for along with um, some guys like Iseki out of Miami, um, Dallas Goddard, Cole Komet. Like, Cole Komet. Yeah, I'm out on that Chicago train. Another good one. Yeah. But I can see uh, Pickett, Trubitsky having a lot of little check downs. I think it'll be good for Fryermuth. Also, I think ebron's gone right i think uh he left this off season Who? but i know he had eric ebron yeah ebron i said uh, is he yeah, gone? he had some drop issues last year as well so
0: eric I ebron is a still times. a free agent right now
1: okay yeah. I, yeah
2: god i hate eric ebron when he was on the colts you know after you after he left he, he kept tweeting stuff when we played the steelers last year and stuff like oh my god i'm so much better than the colts i don't need to do like he's just talking so much and whatever that's just player stuff but thought i'd throw that in there jared he's... got
1: mad because the nfl players said no we we, beat
2: and then the we we beat colts colts them and then the colts lost to the jaguars and that's just, how she, that's all she wrote if colts would have won steelers went to made the playoffs that's how slim the chances were for the steelers
1: or Steelers. Or we'll be back yeah. to talk about the commanders. In the <laughs> yes, we will. Episode.
0: We're <laughs> going to take a quick break here and let's go talk about the Washington commanders. I was recently introduced to AG1 and wow, if you're someone like me who hates taking pills and vitamins, wants more energy and wants a more optimized immune system. Let me tell you why this is the perfect supplement for you so what is this stuff, you may ask? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's all of those things. And look, this is the perfect thing to start your morning routine, start your day off right with just one scoop of AG1 with some water. And let's talk about AG1. What makes it so great, you may ask? It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, right? And it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And let's talk about the price, right? You might be asking about that. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, and with that, you know, that's going to save you money, right? It costs you less than $3 a day while you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit, which I do have. I do love my coffee, but uh, talk about what the founder did here. He created Athletic Greens after experience how difficult it was to create an optimal nutritional routine on your own, and I can attest to that. It is extremely difficult on a day-by-day basis. Athletic Greens, they also have over 7,000 five-star reviews, so you know you are getting the best when it comes to Athletic Greens, And also, they're a climate-neutral certified company, so you know they care about the environment. And for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. And right now, it is just time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Look, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one year supply free of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash emerging. A T H L E T I C G R E E N S dot com forward slash emerging. E M E R. G I N G, and that is to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Episode twenty nine resumes on the podcast with our Thrive Fantasy thing to start here. First, we got to talk about it. Come prop up with us on Thrive Fantasy. Everyone's here: myself, Drew Skyberg, Zach Roush, and Jared Volesky, and we're going to tell you why Thrive Fantasy is the perfect. Daily fantasy sports app for you. And look, with Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the match. You choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit and hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of your prize pool. And Jared, it sounds like you've been winning a lot of prize pool money. So, We'll talk about what do you yeah. got rolling tonight,
2: uh, Thursday night while we're recording, and what what do you plan to roll this weekend? So now that NBA has ended, um, it's basically all baseball, MLB, and uh, gotta say I'm still up um, a decent amount of money from when I started. Uh, I've been doing at least two to three contests a day, and the last few, I mean, I won four in a row the other day. I can, I can say uh, a few days ago, I won... Where is it? There it is. I did a two-legger. Um, There's strikeout lines. I'm just going to say when they, when they put Sandy Alcantara in strikeouts at five and a half, he's going to hit always Pitching eight
0: innings. Why not always take, take it? it?
2: He had eight all time. Five. I think 11 the first time, um, won that one easily. Then the next one, I won a, another four-legger with Dodgers stack Dodgers. Um, one before that, I won a three-legger. Like it's, it's a lot easier than it looks. Um, at first, like I said, I was like, "Okay, you got to soak it in, find everything on the app." And once you're once you're used to it, I mean, it's it's fun to use. You once you get good at it, I mean, you win a lot of money. So I, it's been fun so far, and it's I'm, I can't see that stopping.
0: Yeah, and look, Zach, are you are you rolling anything in Thrive right now?
1: I've been dabbing a little MLB, um, kind of getting back into it, watching baseball a little bit more. So. Jared, you may have to share some of those winning lineups with me.
2: Well, I have one going right now. If Dean Kramer gets one more strikeout, I will be cashing in a solid, uh, give me a second, $21.60. So there we go. Let's cheer for Dean
0: Kramer. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, Jared's on his way to Journey to Million, and if you want to join him Mm -hmm. and all three of us, use our promo code J2M when you sign up, and you will receive... 100% 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. You deposit 100 they give you 100 on top of it. Plus, if you deposit ten, at least $10, you'll get two free contest entries. If you deposit that $100, you'll get four free contest entry tickets, each of them $20 value. So do the math. I mean, you're getting $180 in extra value there. It doesn't get any better than that. And All you have to do is, like we said, use promo code J2M on Thrive Fantasy, which is available everywhere. App Store, Google Play Store, or you can even visit their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. So sign up and begin your journey to a million today. So, I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to go roll with Thrive Fantasy, and we're going to be talking now about the Washington Commanders. Look, I mean, this is going to be an interesting one. We're gonna go about it. How we always do. Our last team to talk about for the off season. You know, it's crazy. Not guys. best
2: for last. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're gonna start with how they did last year. So last year was the Washington football team. So just to clear this up, what were you guys' thoughts on the Washington football team last year? Jared, we'll start with you. Give us
2: your grade on this team. Um d plus i went pretty low i mean any you had taylor heineke as your quarterback you have antonio gibson who's probably their one one or not i guess him and uh scary terry yeah terry McLaurin are probably their i mean they are their best two players that that's all you really got going for you i mean a decent defense with uh chase young but montez sweat they got good dns i'll say that but chase uh, young now yeah, nothing nothing major. It's not something Zach go.
1: Yeah. So uh, I was gonna say D plus too. Um yeah, I don't like this team. I mean I would have <laughs> gave him a, C-. a C minus. I would have given him a C minus, but they changed their name to the commanders. <laughs> I really like the Washington football team, so I think they should have kept that. So I'm gonna have to lower it to a D plus.
0: <laughs> you were a fan of that. I you know, but Look, I'll go D plus with you guys. It was not a good year, you know, for the for the Washington football team. And rebranding came out. We were talking about right. What were the names that were in? To start the offseason was it the Commanders, the Generals. I believe it was. I one? think it was the Generals. General. So I think Zach
2: Zach red, came on, and he yeah. was like, "I think we got the Washington Generals coming to." What else was it?
1: It's like the red jackets or. Something like there
0: were some other ones. Look, you, you know
1: Red Wolves, yeah. that's what it was. And they Red had Wolves. like logos written
2: out like drawn out for them too. You said that one looked good, didn't you? I think Red Wolves yeah.
1: was yeah. Yeah, I mean their new jerseys aren't bad though, so I guess that is something positive for this team because <laughs> they really don't have much. So yeah. Take what you can get, I guess.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean that's the story for this offseason. It's like, what do you do? Well,
2: right. What they what they could get was Carson Wentz
0: and, and... That's what they did. I mean, they went out they they acquired Carson Wentz from Jared's Colts. So is that is that their their guy? Like, I mean, right now it looks like that's their guy. They when you go have a draft capital for a quarterback, you better be starting him. Right. So that's why yeah, he'll be their guy. Yeah. And Jared, what do you what do you think? I mean, we gotta hear your thoughts because like you watched him for a full season. what what, what should
2: <laughs> Commanders fans expect out of So I'll say this. He will have games where he looks like top 10 quarterback in the league. He'll have games where he's, you know, he'll have 300 plus passing yards, but that's with any quarterback. Basically the part where he lacks and you guys all saw it too, is just his decision-making. It is God awful. You can't throw a pick six at your own five yard line when you're getting sacked against a division rival in a must-win game. Like he just doesn't have the, the IQ and the decision-making that, a good quarterback needs to lead a team to at least the playoffs and they went out and got him. And I don't, I don't know if he'll get better at this. I mean, he, I think his last good year was with the Eagles and I think it's just all downhill from here. Honestly,
1: he's not going to win them games, but he may lose them a couple games. True. True.
0: That's a good way to put it. Uh, <laughs> certainly not the guy you, you want to have under center. If you want to compete and, Look, I mean, the creators don't want to compete is kind of how it rolls because, um, you know, they really didn't make a lot of moves. Uh, they re-signed Joey Sly. If we want to throw names out, former kicker for
1: the Panthers. Hey, they're saving for that Terry McLaurin extension
2: oh they're not it hasn't came they, yet there were trade rumors that hasn't that came t- yet they were trade rumors c- that terry mclaurin is up on the trade block so i don't think that's what they're doing zach
0: i'm currently which i i mentioned these guys we talk about i'm, I'm shopping right now terry mclaurin i mean yeah. my concerns are through the roof right now
2: so if I'll i get older third. too he's not young is he? Is he's nearly like 30
0: he's like 27 third round pick and, no, boston 27. No, no. <laughs> and boston scott no no and boston come on boston scott's good Come on. Okay. Anyways, uh they exercised the fifth-year option on Montez Sweat as well. And, um yeah, I mean, other than those moves, it was kind of more of a draft, of course. Was yeah. there anything that's enough for you guys, you know, before we get to the draft for the off-season,
2: Having <laughs> a terrible owner. That yeah. Help. That does not help at all.
0: Okay. Let's go to the draft. So, the, the Washington Commanders... It was an interesting one because it felt like, of course, we talked we've always talked about how that draft went with wide receivers, right? Felt like guys were getting pushed up and no different with with pick number 16, Jahan Dotson, a guy mocked late first round. I saw him in the second round in some mocks. I personally thought he was gonna go that late. Goes at 16 to Penn State or out of Penn State to the commanders. So that was something that shocked me. Uh, what did you guys think Jahan Dotson at 60? I thought this was a move nobody expected
1: coming. I mean, he went ahead of dumbest pick of the draft. Yeah,
2: he went ahead yeah. of players like Traylon Burks and Christian Watson. Like he went ahead of some.
1: That's not my problem. My, my problem with this they had was a pick 11. They traded back with New Orleans. Yep. Chris Olave, James Williams were both still on the board for their pick. They said, no, we don't want those guys. We're going to trade back five spots and take Jahan Dotson. (laughs) They passed up Chris and Jameson Williams for Jahan Dotson. Are you stressing his name so much? You know what? I want this guy to be the next, like, Tyree kill just to prove you wrong, Zach. I hope he is just for his (laughs) own sake. But it's a terrible move. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Guys like Olave and Williams, right?
0: I mean, guys who we see head and shoulders above. that I don't know what they saw in Dotson. Again, I haven't really followed the Commanders. I haven't watched press press conferences to see what they saw in him. But look, I mean, Zach's right. The, the, this was not a move, you know, that anyone should be looking at and praising. This is more of a move where there's a lot of question marks with it. But maybe they're, they're going to prove us wrong. And look,
2: I, think, I mean, I think this pick might turn out to be the Jordan Love pick of the draft. Possibly. Yeah,
0: could go there. Yeah. Uh, In round two, they get Federian Mathis out of Alabama. The tackle they get Brian Robinson. That's an interesting one that always points. When you see a running back go in the third round or any round in his draft, and you have a guy like Antonio Gibson who might be on his way out in a couple of years. Just saying.
2: Just saying. Keep that name in mind. I don't Person- think
1: Brian Robinson's the answer. Well, Zach, yeah, but he, why would you waste you a third it?
2: round pick on someone if you're not going to use them?
1: You know, I think he will That'd, be. A, we just a talked about option. what they did in the first round. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. Percy Butler,
0: uh, safety, goes. Then Sam Howell. They get a right. They get North Carolina. So they they get a quarterback later here, which is interesting. Do they see Sam Howell as a future as a? Commander? Is he their
2: backup, or is there someone else in there I'm forgetting about? Him
1: and uh, Heineke. Heineke's still Heineke, there. Uh, yeah.
0: Heineke, yeah. So there's yeah. gonna be competition there, and then they're gonna work howl in the mix. It sounds like Cole Turner, tight end out Nevada goes Chris Paul, offensive lineman. And <laughs>
2: Chris Chris Christian <laughs> NBA Holmes, star
0: Chris <laughs> Paul. Oklahoma State. No, because this Chris Paul is 6'4, 330, 331 pounds. So not that one. <laughs> oh. But a Christian Holmes says quarterback out of Oklahoma State. <laughs> so this draft was actually, I know we didn't talk about this one a lot as a loser when we talked about draft stuff, but like, I mean, like, it's hard. It, it's hard to, you know, say what it was, but it was not good.
2: I don't know if there's a, a player or a position they could have went out and drafted that would have made people been like, okay, that's a good pick because this team is just wow. such a mess right now that it's like, I understand I Dotson wasn't a good pick, but I mean, Chris Olave would have been a good pick,
1: right? I think receiver was the way to go. They just... Didn't go about it the way they should have. Yeah,
0: that's how I felt looking at it as well. Uh, I don't know. This is this is an interesting draft moves wise. Like I said, they didn't make they didn't make any, really any moves either. I mean, they just lost guys. If you look at it, so it's hard to just look through it and say, oh, they signed this guy. They they did this. They did this. No, they traded for Carson Wentz. I mean they re-signed a few of their backup players. They got like and then some other stars like Andrew Norel Norwell. They signed. I mean, some guys who like pretty fringe starters, right? I mean, if you look at it, like guys who might not even be in the starting spot when it comes around. And yeah, I guess from there, from there, do you guys want to go to the schedule prediction? Um,
2: hold on. I'm right they traded Wentz for uh a second round pick swap, right? So they saw. it. I just wanted to say that. So they saw the Colts give up a first for Wentz, and then they go up and give a a second pick swap for him.
1: Wasn't it? Was it a second and a third or something? I like think that? it was a third as well. It's a second it round pick, a swap, pick swap.
2: Two third round picks with potential for one of them to turn into a second.
1: If Wentz yeah, plays it's like seventy five percent, did it's like yeah, yeah. It's conditional. That is awful.
2: After you see what Wentz did last year and giving up that much for him, like maybe a fourth at best you give up and a third. But we uh, were surprised, yes, to see yeah.
0: what happened there. But commander's schedule, let's go to it. Look, um, there are 17 opponents here. Here they are hosting Jacksonville at Detroit, hosting Philadelphia at Dallas, hosting Tennessee at Chicago, hosting the Packers at Indianapolis. Hosting Minnesota, at Philadelphia, at Houston, hosting Atlanta, at New York, the Giants, the bye week, hosting the New York Giants, at San Francisco, hosting Cleveland, and then hosting Dallas. What do you guys think? Zach,
1: your turn. I'm feeling 4-13. Uh, and 13. Jared? Okay. 6-11, and 11, I was going to say.
2: I, I I can tell you the opponents too that they're going to beat, but you go first, Drew.
0: I thank you, and you guys put me. I'm going right in the middle,
2: five and twelve.
0: So, uh, let's hear your opponents, Jared. I want to hear. Well, this they're going to
2: beat up on the AFC South. Besides Colts and Titans, um, I think they're going to beat Jacksonville. They'll beat the Lions. Um, it'll be questionable with the Bears. I don't know. Lions uh, beat them. I don't think Lions so. beat them. Uh, okay, you say that Texans. They'll beat the Texans. They'll beat the Falcons. They're going to sweep the Giants. They're going to sweep the Giants. Beat them twice. That's six already. And then they got... I mean, no, that's about it. Maybe... No, not Eagles. No. So maybe six. I could even say seven if they beat the Bears. So they went seven and ten last year, Jared. And this team Mm -hmm. arguably got worse. They did get worse, but their schedule isn't as hard as well. They're playing against the AFC South this year. Uh. Two game? No, just one game. I mean, they play the AFC South every. No, they don't. No, they're NFC. Never mind. No, yeah, they have... so yeah, so the AFC South is not a good division, and they're beating up against Detroit, or the Texans and Jaguars. That's that's two free Texans wins. Beat
1: I think. Texans, I beat think so. Texans beat them. Texans beat
2: them. Okay, Zach.
1: My picks are Texans and Lions beat them.
2: So Zach, when we did the Texans, your your grade for them or your schedule was like four wins, but you say they're beating the the commanders you said they're beating the colts one of these games
1: that's <sighs> within the next 2 years um i wasn't okay. saying that about this okay. year the jaguars <laughs> are beating the colts this year in jacksonville however that's a given it's,
0: it's tradition we got money on it we got money it, on it well it's tradition i mean that's just yeah. how it is yeah all right we're going to go to some fantasy outlook here to wrap up starts with antonio Avoid gibson everyone. hey 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 hey, <laughs> hey, 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 gibson. hey antonio gibson yeah
2: hey.
0: we're going to start with him he finished last year points per game wise, right in between guys like Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, Cordell Patterson. I mean, he mm-hmm. was in that range of people. He actually, finished with more points per game than Cordell Patterson, DeAndre Swift, and David Montgomery. Throw names in there. So, with that with that information all being said, we know different situation now for Antonio Gibson. Uh, different offensive line, worse offensive line they had in there. So where do you guys kind of expect Antonio Gibson to look for him? Because right now I believe, I mean, he's going still, he's still pretty going pretty high drafts. So just to keep that information in my words, you would be looking, Jared.
2: I would say he's a solid fourth round running back, maybe third. I think that he, oh, he couldn't do it. He's still a, he's still a number one on that team. And I mean, you said the offensive line got worse, but. Last year, he he was solid. I mean, he wasn't that bad. And I, I had him on my team, I know, and he was producing. But like any running back, he'll have a few bad weeks. But fourth round, I'd say solid drafting. maybe a running back two on the team.
1: He went. I have a mock draft up for 10-team league. He went uh, the ninth pick in the third round. That's a 10-team. He went yeah. ahead of guys like James Conner, David Montgomery. Oh, Mike no. Evans, Keenan Allen. no.
0: Like, what don't you like about him? I well, I, it's not that I don't like it, oh, Jared. I, I'm t- totally fine with him.
2: But yeah. you hear the names that he's going around. Yeah, I where, know. I know that that's where it's like, oh no. I think part of it's just him being on the commanders. Like you, you hear the name Antonio Gibson.
1: Like oh, F2, he's still he's a good yeah, running I mean, back.
2: But Jared, I, there's a point actually
0: in time where I was
2: actually looking to
0: uh, acquire Antonio Gibson in yeah. dynasty league. So yeah. I, I'm I'm totally he with had you.
1: Seven. He had seven weeks last year in single digit fantasy points. Yeah, that's rough. Seven weeks. That's more that's than like
0: not and three. averaging eleven point seven a game, which still still put him in uh, the, what is it the top? But well, what that means, 15? what that means is if
2: he had seven games with single digits and he still averaged, what would you say, eleven? He averaged eleven point seven a game, so he
1: probably had some twenty weeks in there.
0: It was yeah, it was, he had a couple,
1: but still, inconsistency is one of the things you look to avoid in fantasy football. And you want consistent is, guys.
2: A couple years ago, he was, I mean, two years ago, I know he was, he emerged at the end of that season. So going into last year, he was a, a solid pick. And I, I think that continues into this year.
1: Well, well, Jared, well wait if and we see. ever have a draft together, you can have them. Yeah. I'll make that
2: clear. I'm not looking for him, I'm all for it, Jared. You take him third like round. Said, like Drew said, if there's Montgomery and Jones around him, you're taking them first. But exactly. I, I'm not going to be years, mad Jared. by getting Gibson. I'm not going to be mad.
0: All right, guys, we got to talk about we're going to talk about Terry McLaurin. Last one here. We're not going to do Carson Wentz fantasy outlook. I just I'm not, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. What about Logan Thomas? Huh? All right. No. Okay. We're <laughs> going to be talking. We'll save that for the tight end fantasy outlook. If you really want to yeah. dig into that. But yeah. Terry McLaurin uh, for the Washington commanders feels weird that we're like, you know, with him here. Like, I mean, he was right now. He was or last year in po- total points wise. Wide receiver twenty four. He only averaged eight points a game. I mean, talk about yikes! With the top guys, I mean Cooper Cup of course, averaging seventeen point three a game. I mean, I don't. But like, you're looking for arguably a guy to average ten or more, right? I mean, for a star guy like Terry McLaurin, especially, I I would hope he'd be averaging ten or more a game. Eight is what we got out of him last year. And like I said, that ranked him in well, I was wide receiver twenty-four, but average wise, I mean, we're looking even lower. So Tarek Thorne, I mean, right now he's sitting out still. Uh contract still has not been worked together. Zach, could you
1: give me some mock draft numbers for where he is going right now? And uh, the same 10 team mock draft. Yep. He went ninth pick of the fifth round. Um, he went before guys like Michael Pittman, Chris Godwin, Jerry Judy, Alan Robinson. Oh
0: why like like the mock draft we did too zach which
1: was something but he went before joe burrow and lamar for quarterback kind of comparison too
2: okay maybe last year wasn't the best but terry mclaurin has always been that consistent guy who's gonna get 100 yards a game basically like he's been that guy not
1: every year did you look at his stats
2: no a couple years ago he was so he was so consistent he was putting up 80 plus yards a game like Last year might not be might not have been okay. the best, but he's been putting up decent numbers every every game.
1: Last year he had four weeks where he put up double digit fantasy points, four all season. Tyler
2: Taylor Haneke.
0: he's got Carson Wentz now. I mean, <laughs> it's
2: still four. upgrade four. Terry, Terry <laughs>
0: McLaurin, look, he's not likely to be traded either. I just want to throw that out there. Like he's going to probably be with Carson Wentz. I mean, I Jared. Yeah. We, we know like, by I the mean, way. Pim- no, Pimmon I don't think solid.
2: so. I really don't think so because they were sh- like actively shopping him. Like he's they weren't going just anymore. looking. The, the, I the think reports going shared, somewhere. The reports. the reports a week ago. were not that he's staying a week ago. They were saying he's actively, they're actively looking to shop him. So I don't know. I, I, I know that I, there were some targets. There were some teams looking at him.
0: I think he'll stay commander. And I think, what was it? Fifth round. look, I'm not, I'm not okay with Pittman or Judy going ahead of him. I think Pittman, Jared, look both of us can agree on this. Michael mm-hmm. Pittman should be going yeah. um, round five or earlier. I mean, round, maybe even round four. I might even throw that out there. Mm-hmm. With We'll talk about that in a receiver episode, but I think Michael Pittman is very underrated, and these mock drafts have been something. As I said, like Zach and I, just to go back to the mock draft we did last weekend, it was something. Look, a lot of stuff happened, and, I mean, there's a poll. On, it was on our Instagram that air, that came out yesterday on Thursday. So if you want to go check that out, but yeah, I mean, what anything else you guys have on Terry McLaurin? Do you guys want to wrap up here?
2: Do you have a list uh, ADP of top receivers, Jared? That starts in the fantasy series next week. As of, yeah. as of last year, okay. Well, hold on, because I yeah, Pittman was like top 15. Okay, whatever. Oh, if you want Pittman to rank, should a... go ahead of McLaurin. Yeah, that's Pittman should Pitt- go ahead Pittman was 16. Him. Judy so should
1: fun. go ahead of him. Alan Robinson should go ahead of him. Yeah, he should not be going where he is. He
0: should be going at. Can I say I mean, I'm going to go as far. I'm going to say <laughs> gonna should go at the Dar- Darnell Mooney level. I think he should be going at, with guys like him. I would put him in that tier just based I like on that situation. placement.
2: Yeah,
1: just to be fair. That.
0: Uh, that would be the comp I would give right now
1: with him. Also, people saying that if he had a good quarterback he'd be a top five receiver. Who's no,
2: who who is saying that, Zach? I want to know
1: that because that is McClorn, <laughs> everyone says he's underrated because he is a bad quarterback.
0: Instagram has I mean, a lot of fantasy football accounts. So
1: yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. stuff granted McLaurin, yeah, he would be a lot better, but he wouldn't be top five.
0: Come on. No. Yeah, that's putting him with guys again, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read top five last year. Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. No. Yeah. No, 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 and now. But We'll wrap up here now. So, social media, Inst- Instagram, of course, to start, Drew Sports Crew on there, and the Twitter, Facebook, Drew's Sports Crew. And, look, you can hear us tomorrow night, Saturday night at the Oshkosh Arena. Your Wisconsin glow are facing the Detroit Queens. Tip-off at 7 p.m. p.m. We will be doing the pregame show, 6.15. We will be live in the 1212 Sports Pub and Grill, and then we'll be doing a nice viewing party up on our party deck, the Sports Crew Party Deck. Go check us out there at the Oshkosh Arena. It'll be a lot of fun, and that'll wrap it up here. So thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the Journey to a Million, the perfect podcast for you.